I need to recommend Atomic Habits to everyone. This stuff has changed my life. I'm not sure if anyone else has also read it, but like reading it, it's turned me into a different person. I swear, like sometimes I say things like I sound like I'm in like the grind mindset, but it, it now comes out of a place of self-love, which makes me like, it, it feels really good. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is a Stigma Free Zone, a podcast collaboration hosted between Because Mental Health, One Mind, Peace of Mind, and Stressing Kong. Last episode, we talked about trauma. Today, we'll be talking about procrastination. Stress within online learning is definitely one of the main things that we share in common now during the pandemic, and we hope to share some personal experiences and personal takeaways. So normally, I procrastinate a lot anyways. But especially with online learning, I feel I feel like it had gotten a lot worse because there wasn't that much space to distance um, like my life and my school life and stuff like that. And it's, I feel like I put a lot of stress on myself because of it. But yet um, for some time, I didn't really do anything about it. And I didn't really find a solution to it. Um, but I feel like now I have um, some kind of tactics to tell myself to do work but especially with Hong Kong being kind of a relatively competitive place it's hard not to be stressed or compare yourself to people so sometimes I do let that get to me and um, I know a lot of people do well under pressure but I personally feel like sometimes I crack under pressure so I do kind of have some tactics on handling that too and just kind of think about it in a different perspective but yeah, um, I completely agree with kind of your point about like work-life balance. I think with Zoom and online learning, because we're all in like the same environment all the time, there's kind of this like lack of distinction, um, like because we're, you know, doing school like on our desks and then after school, we're still at our desks. I think it's really hard to kind of differentiate between like, when am I supposed to relax and when am I supposed to like, you know, do work? Um, and I think with your point about Hong Kong, I think that's really true as well, because I think the Hong Kong community in general is just very like success driven, very success like orientated. Um, and with like, I know like a lot of our schools are really competitive as well. Um, so I think it is kind of, it is hard to juggle all of that stuff. And then for me, I think um, like I constantly feel like I'm supposed to be doing work. Um, like if I'm not kind of doing homework or doing some other sort of like academic or like extracurricular work, I feel like I'm not being productive and that's like not a good use of my time. I feel like there's this like pressure to really like condense all your time and use it as like, like kind of like optimize yourself at, and be at like your best self at all times, even though that's really kind of not possible. Um, so I think, yeah, it's kind of knowing when to, where to set your limits and like where to set your targets so that they're not like too unattainable because ambitious is like good, but only to a certain extent. Um, yeah, Athena, what do you think? Yeah, the part about the work-life balance, that's really true because in, well, in the middle of online lessons that sometimes I feel like the workload has increased a lot, which I don't think is true. It's like, or lots of our homework are put in Google Classroom and I don't always remember to that. And even if I do, whenever I see the deadlines, oh, it's two weeks away, I can put it for later. And then when I suddenly click it, it's like two days before the deadline and then I have to rush it. 
and some I find that like that's a huge problem and it leads to me rushing my work and um, a decreased quality in it. So Sydney, what do you think? Well, I'm just going to start a kind of new topic here, which is the guilt that comes with procrastination, which is like counterintuitively the thing that often keeps us in our cycles of procrastination because often we procrastinate not out of mm, not out of any malicious intent but rather because the thing that's looming ahead seems so scary and the more we procrastinate the more like we start associating ourselves with procrastinators and like the entire like your entire mind just becomes fogged up with all this self-doubt and and you in a way you feel like you, okay, I feel like I don't deserve to finish that thing anymore. Like I want to stay in my cycle of self-pity and like I want people to attend my pity party. And it, it's just like, it's, it's just a terrible cycle. So um, it's worth recognizing that if you find yourself procrastinating and you also find like a huge side dish of guilt coming with it, I think easier said than done but the best thing to do is really let go of everything and like by everything I mean the guilt as well so like I really do agree with Sydney I am like a natural born procrastinator like every day the only thing I do is procrastinate so like um I wake up at like for example nine in the morning I have like a list of things I need to do and then I end up completing everything at like midnight and that's like just crazy um I do understand like the guilt that comes with procrastination. So like I'm watching YouTube and then I suddenly think, oh my God, I haven't done anything. So like, should I start doing something? But then I couldn't bring myself up to like do something, like actually work on the work I am assigned to do. And that's what, and what I think of procrastination is um, on personal experiences, I tend to pile on the stress and I commit to a lot of responsibilities. So that leads to like a lot of things that need to be completed daily. And since I procrastinate, um, I do my stuff at like midnight and that's why I started losing sleep. And then I just got sick of everything. Um, I needed a break. And which is why I developed a routine called like a reboot routine every week. So like every week for like one day or like two days during the weekend, um, depending on my workload or like what I was doing that week, um, I would have like a day that is dedicated to my mental health. So like on that day, I would not attend any meetings. I would not go to like any work functions, but then I will like spend the day to do whatever I need to make myself feel better. For example, I'll like binge watch the Kardashians, for example, or like I'll do something that makes me happy in general and like give myself time to like take a break from everything and which is which brings me to my point in where I found out the less stressful you feel the better work efficiency and like the less chance you procrastinate and so my advice is to like not put too much weight on your own shoulders and balance out the academics your extracurriculars and your well-being and really prioritize your well-being despite academics maybe being like a major factor in your life but then your well-being and your mental health is like your priority. You should like put that first and then everything comes behind. I completely agree with all everything um, everyone has said. I think as high schoolers, procrastination is like a really big problem because like on one hand, we have all of our kind of tests and tasks to do, but the, on the other hand, like 
people that we're working for kind of seems very like futuristic. It seems very far away um, because we're working for like university or future jobs. And that all seems a bit like abstract at times. Um, and I think with me personally, um, it is like, I just have to, for me, I have to find like really large blocks of time to do things. And I have to set myself kind of little goals. So like, for example, if I'm doing like a mock test or something like that, um, that takes like a longer period of time. I kind of have to leave out a chunk of my morning and I'm gonna be like, I have, I'm gonna do that during this time. Um, because I think when I split things into little sections, um, I like I don't really get anything done and then I feel guilty later. I think guilt also is like a huge thing. Um, like with toxic productivity, I think like that's a kind of term that kind of describes what some of us feel, but um, kind of setting these like unattainable targets and putting on like this kind of like hustle culture. Um, and which is, I, I'd also like to talk about like the that girl trend. I feel like that's been all over my For You page. Um, but kind of presenting this certain like side of yourself that's like always like hyper motivated, like living like the healthy best lifestyle um, and just like kind of the idea that we're supposed to be like like productive all the time um, and have like a good mindset all the time, I think is a bit unrealistic. Um, and I, I think we all should like Charlotte does um, kind of set aside time for like rest and sleep and prioritizing and like self care. Yeah, I completely get it. Like my For You page is also full of uh, that girl trend, but I'm really lucky that um, I spend a lot of time on like mental health resources and like organizations that really care about mental health. So on my Google searches and, you know, my Instagram ads and uh, YouTube recommendations, it's all about how like the that girl trend is actually really unattainable and really unsustainable. And I completely agree with everyone and uh, everyone that has just said that like hustle culture and just being productive is like super toxic. Um, I per like I personally have always argued that this uh, our society this it's really capitalistic and it's really um, kind of goal driven and that's not really good for people's mental health. And um, yeah, I completely just agree that toxic productivity is like extremely extremely harmful. And I know many people who have buckled under the pressure and they get they fail their exams the worst case scenario though is they end up um, losing their lives or just literally or figuratively and that is something that we really do want to prevent so please do not burn yourself up um, in my case last year I was all online school so I was basically procrastinating the whole time and as our previous speakers have said that's a lot of guilt um, but through that, I've also learned um, because of my psychological research and all that, that being a procrastinator is something that everyone does and you're not being lazy. It's, it's as we said earlier, it's about the anxiety. It's about the anxiety of doing a task. You don't want to do the task because you're scared of failing. You're scared of not doing up to the standard you expect and that's really hard for someone to get over it's really hard for you to get over the fact that you might not be perfect and that's something that I definitely have to learn but um since I procrastinated so much uh this year I mean last year it kind of was like a reboot time for me so this year I've been actually pretty productive and I also attribute it to ways that I learned how to revise because right now I don't really spend most of my time re revising but I still get pretty good grades and it's because I use a lot of flashcards and I do past papers 
And I found that that works for me. So I feel like most people should find out what study revision techniques works for them. And that will make studying much less daunting, much less anxiety inducing, and thus you'll procrastinate less. But all in all, if you're procrastinating, you really don't have to stress about it. Everyone does it. And as long as you let yourself let yourself have a break right now, and as long as you take that break and you actually take it and you don't do any work, you'll be able to get back on the train once again and you'll be able to be motivated. Um, Chloe, do you want to continue this? Yeah, okay. Um, so for me, it was kind of hard realizing that I was a procrastinator because I'm a type of person, like I personally, I, I love working, like I like doing work, I like being productive, I like learning new things and stuff like that, like I just love working, but there was just this time, especially when we switched to online learning, where I would just procrastinate, and I wouldn't know why, like I wouldn't know why I would be, like, wouldn't want to work or anything like that, um, but I found that it was because I was kind of scared of not doing well enough, so I was, it was like, I had these weights on my shoulders and like this voice telling me like, oh yeah, you have to do this well. You have to, you have to do it this way or you have to, you know, do this, do this. But it made me really anxious to actually do the work. And it made me really stressed because I would be stuffed to the last minute. And that really affected the quality of my work. Um, the quality definitely went down. Even if I would like spend more time on this thing, it wouldn't mean that it would be better because I just wouldn't be in the right mindset to do those things. And I had a really hard time with it. Um, but then a few months ago, I've kind of, I um, in the last few months of online learning, I kind of sat myself down and I was like, okay, you have to find a solution to this because you can't let this kind of take over your whole mental health and your whole kind of life for the next few months in this whole pandemic because you don't know when it's going to be over. So um, I had a really big, think about it and I've kind of had these tactics of how I would kind of deal with it so one thing I do is um I, I look at myself in the mirror and I point at myself and I'm like this is what's going to happen if you procrastinate so don't do it these are the reasons and this is the benefits if you just do it now and if that doesn't work I literally I hop in the shower and then I get out and then um, that really helps me kind of refresh my mindset. And then by that time, I'll be ready to do work. So that has been really helpful to me. Um, I'll pass it on to Haley. I personally love your coping, mechani coping mechanisms. Um, I actually also talk to the mirror, talk to myself in the mirror um, sometimes when, uh, especially during quarantine, when I had absolutely no one to talk to. Um, and yeah, I feel like, so personally I the last time I went to school was in December and from December all the way till now I actually well all the way till like this week I I haven't been to school um I missed some schools due to personal reasons and then it was online schools back and forth so yeah so it was my first time back for five months in five months and um it was very it was a very big change that I had to go through myself again. Um, the worst part of it was remembering how hectic my schedule was as a student athlete. And I struggle right now to reschedule everything because there's just not enough time in a day and not enough weeks, not enough days in a week. And it was just very, it's very tough for me right now to kind of um, figure out what days are the days when I can actually take a rest 
because right now I don't have any and I'm trying to find it. Um, I think what Charlotte said a while ago about finding that day or that period of time where you actually let yourself have the rest is very important. I used to have that before this whole um, fiasco of skipping school and I had Fridays night Friday nights to myself always in my own room doing my own things and now that I'm back and I have a lot more commitments to follow through it's a lot harder for me to find that and I think um, the main thing that has been driving me forward is doing is being committed to the things that I actually like doing um, Throughout the past few months, I did quit a few commitments, um, especially when it comes to student organizations themselves, because I, I'm taking on a lot and I realized that when I came back to Hong Kong. And so I'm, I think taking control of your own schedule and knowing what works for you and doesn't is really, and what works for you or don't is very important because, um, you know, there, there's going to be signs that's going to tell you that you have way too much on your plate and you shouldn't be doing this. Like for me personally, I never skip deadlines. I never want to miss deadlines. And I always hand in everything on time and I do things well. I make sure that it's perfect before I give it out. And so once I suddenly missed a deadline and I completely forgot about it, and that's when I knew that, that this was my breaking point and this was my burnout point and I had to turn back and look and assess and reschedule everything. So yeah, that was a very big step for me um, to reorganize and readjust um, not only my own schedule, but also my own mindset and switching it from, you know, a very strict negative mindset into a growth mindset and really trying to learn from my personal experiences and yeah, making changes to make sure that procrastination happens a little less all the best Taylor. and like my way of coping with procrastination it was like i found it on accident i'm um a kind of really easily distracted person because i work on my laptop usually and there's usually um about a hundred tabs open at the same time and when I work on my homework or projects, I always find myself clicking off on another thing. But like, something like what you and Charlotte said about finding a good time for you to relax, I've, it's kind of the opposite for me. I find um, a set period of time for me to focus entirely on work. And like, it, it, I, I found this actually through like, trial and error during the pandemic. Um, I have a lot of like, extracircular classes outside of school and that made me push my other stuff aside sometimes and then like slowly slowly day by day I found myself gravitating toward, towards the 7 to 9 p.m. part or 7 to 10 p.m. part or if it's a holiday then like about 7 to 10 or 11 that's like my 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 zone and I find myself working best in those hours while in the afternoon I usually find myself procrastinating whenever I try to open a document and edit it oh okay that was actually like really that was like food for thought because um I think Athena did touch on like 
figuring her own schedule, if I understood correctly, like figuring out what times work best for her. And like, it wasn't a decision. It was more just like a process of trial and error. And I think that's so important when you're doing work because I don't know, for me, for the longest time, like I separated work from myself a lot. Like I was like, um, I, I followed like the typical study tips. And like, I thought like if it worked for other people, it would work for me for sure. But I didn't realize that this sounds kind of silly, but like I was the one studying, like it wasn't, it's not like a sample population, it's actually me, and like I should be the one who knows myself the most. So it's a big long journey, figuring out what works best for you, and that includes like the best time you study, um, the best techniques like Pomodoro timers, or, and just like, yeah, like take that time, it's worth like take that time to figure out what makes you the most efficient, and also importantly, what makes you feel happy or maybe not happy but like at least if like you're doing something meaningful because that I think is like really important okay I want to talk about another kind of strategy that I use um basically um for me what used to happen was I used to procrastinate studying and stuff like that so when it came to assessments um the night before I would have a hard time sleeping because I would be worried like because I knew I wouldn't do as good as I could have and of course stress gets to you and it makes you like not perform the best that you can um, so what I suggest doing is just like having three deep breaths, like that sounds really simple, but honestly, it does help, help a lot. It really helps kind of slow down your heart rate. And it's just, it's really good for kind of calming your nerves and kind of getting into that zone. Great. Um, well, I think that's kind of it for our procrastination episode. Um, I think to all our listeners or viewers, um, just remember to kind of like take it slow. Um, and remember that, I mean, like Sydney said, um, life is a big fat journey. Um, but yeah, just kind of take it slow. Um, and remember that there's, you know, a lot ahead. Don't burn out. Um, don't burn yourself out. Um, and don't feel pressure to be productive all the time because where you, you can see that none of us are productive all the time and nobody really is. Um, so yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode. And um, as always, if you need um, any help with or support with mental health, um, look at any one of our social media channels or reach out to professional help. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening.